we're going to transition to the seven questions now. Um, so, um, you go first. Oh, I go first. I'm going to ask you first, and then you're going to ask me one of those questions. So, All right. um, what was so beautiful about this was that I sent her the seven questions ahead of time. Um, and she had answers prepared. In fact, she had her answers so prepared. She was like, yo, Fred, I got questions for you. So I'm going to send you this bullet point list of questions and we're going to go through and answer those. So I actually answered all those offline and it's more than seven questions. But what's going to happen is we're going to have a back and forth. I'm going to ask her a question and she's going to ask me one of the random questions here. And then we're just going to go back and forth and back and forth. Perfect. So uh, first question, um, seven questions, ladies and gentlemen, sponsored by insert sponsor here. So first question, book to add to the library. At your house, right? Book Correct. that your other guests would enjoy. Correct. And that's what I thought about. I'm not talking about like the best book I've ever read because that's really, really hard to say. I've read a ton of books in my life and I, my friends always make fun of me because I say I, I am a really fast reader. Like when, when I went on this trip, uh, a friend of mine gave me a book that he had read, recommended it to me and he was like, are you sure you're gonna be able to finish that over the course of these 10 days? And I was like, yeah, I'm gonna have it finished in like maybe a day. And he was like, no, you're kidding me. And I was like, yes, I am, when I have the time. Of course, I didn't have the time because I wanted to see as much of the city as I possibly could. But give me a rainy day, give me a cozy couch, give me a book and talk to me like, five hours later and that book will be finished be done yeah all right but that was not the point of the question the point of the question was what would you recommend to add to the library here at the inn and i thought about that and i'm pretty sure your guests would enjoy any jack reacher novel have you heard of this yeah what's his name the guy from the office now is about to be jack reacher right the guy from the office or is that no, you uh, Tom Cruise is Jack Reacher oh. in, the, in the movies, but d- do the books they're they're better yeah. than the movies like okay. like that always is. All right. It's it's very I I think it's very beautifully American. Like he's that guy who's always like hitchhiking throughout America, and he's he's been in um, at the military police at the army, and now he's like he stumbles upon. Um, things that are not going right in small towns all over America or even big places. I mean, I had one when he was in D.C. Mm -hmm. and um, he tries to make justice happen. Yeah. And he's a really smart guy. And the whole vibe is really like American. Interesting. I love this. So I'm wondering in the books, does he do this? Because he feels that this is to atone for things, bad things he did in the no. past, or it's just like you know what, this is who I am, and I have these talents. I'm not gonna waste them for the army. I'm gonna deploy them to do good in the world or something like that. Yeah, well, he he leaves the army at some point because he sees no point in staying there any longer, and then he he doesn't seek for trouble. But he somehow stumbles upon it and then he just wants justice to be done in some form or another. He's a good guy and he wants the bad guys to pay for their decisions. Yeah. Is it's at some point 
um, some some other person in that book always asks him, "Don't you have any regrets when you like when you beat up the bad guys?" And he's like, "No, because they had the decision to either be the bad guy or be the good guy that helps like elderly people across the street." And he just made the wrong decision. And so I don't have a bad conscience about that. Gotcha. It's a, it's questionable, but the books are really nice. And I actually, I downloaded one to my phone mm -hmm. to bring to this trip and have listened to it as an audiobook while cruising through DC with the bike. And that was really cool. All right. So what, what's that. the one that you downloaded? The, the name uh, of that book. It's the newest one, and I don't know the English title. But you should start with, um, who just recommended that to a friend? The, pick either one; it doesn't matter. All right, I'm gonna Google newest Jack Reacher. To start with the library, you should probably start with one of the older ones. Uh, is it called Past Tense or Lee Child or uh, The Midnight Line? what the English title is alright oh it's probably yeah, it's in German okay in German I mean the German title is Im Visier but I to be honest the, the first one Im Visier yeah right there that's the one I'm listening to now okay good but you should start I guess there's there's a good one called Underground for example or uh, pick any of those pick right. any of those they're all good they're all similar and they're all good. If you like one, you can read the other ones. All right, so Jack Reacher novels are done by Lee Child, right? Yes. All right. By. Will Lee. you actually add that? I mean, w those recommendations, do you actually add them to the library? Yeah, when I have enough money. Oh, yeah, sure. To go out and I buy them. Send you one of I those. will I will I will I will put all these on here. You know what's the cool thing about the library? I mean, you can see that because you're not in the place at the moment, but the library is a above the fireplace and those books are actually put there with the tile facing backwards. So yeah. you have to pull a book out to see what book it is. Yes. And that's really cool because you're like you have to interact with the Library. It's not just you're not looking this. at it from afar. I no, you got this. you got it. You got to get it in there. You know what I mean? We encourage. We are we are uh, equal. What do you call it? not equal opportunity? Um, we are um, full. We're an immersive library. How about that? Yes. Um. All right. What's my question? Oh yeah. Oh yeah. Let's get to that. So, <laughs> and that is a good one. Okay. I'm surprised what you'll say about that. What's your favorite smell? So, um, <laughs> the answer is probably R-rated. <laughs> so, if we put that aside, uh, then I would say that the answer is um, the smell of my parents' house when I walk in after I've been away for quite some time. Good um, because um, it, it's not like a smell that's um, good or bad. It's more so the fact that uh, growing up and then when I'm there with frequency i don't smell it um and it's not until i'm away for a while that i not only smell something that like when i smell it it's not like it's foreign because i know that it's already there it's just that i notice it and then i also realize that this is probably the smell that a lot of people when they come by the house smell that i just take for granted 
But then it also reminds me of, oh, I'm home after being away for a while. So it's more so nostalgia and all of the, the mental stuff that surrounds that smell as opposed to just the smell itself. And it's not a bad smell. It's not like farts or nothing like that. But, you know, <laughs> it's, 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 but it's, 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 it's just the smell of home. You know what I mean? So that would be my answer. That's a good answer. Thank you. Uh, your question number two, um, what is the podcast that you would recommend the listeners at home subscribe to? Okay. I'm kind of new to this whole podcast thing. Okay. Uh, but I heard that slow burn the slow burn podcast okay is really good i mean besides the innkeeper's guest book that's my definite answer thank you so much thank you so much you're making me blush obviously yeah um but yeah so slow burn podcast basically they do a deep dive into uh correct me if i'm wrong but it's the basically deep dive into political events of u.s history and so season one and serialized across an entire season. So in each season, I want to say like eight episodes. So the first season was about Watergate. And the second season, which is out now, is about Bill Clinton and Monica Lewinsky. Really cool. Yeah. So if you I like uh, Amer- if you're a fan of uh, American history or American cultural history um, and really want to hear like because, you know, mind you, the stuff they're talking about now is stuff that happened at least 20 years ago. So there's a lot of information, a lot of stuff that even if you follow it while it was happening, there's information that has come out since then and interviews that have happened since then that shed additional light and context into um, these stories that were already extremely uh, intriguing by themselves. Really cool. Very cool. All right. What's the next question for me? What's the best compliment that you've ever received? So the best compliment that I ever received was one that I actually received not too long ago. I want to say about a month ago. Um, I was at a bachelor party. And, you know, um, for, for, for men bachelor parties that I've been to in America, um, what typically happens is there will be one night where everyone that is at the bachelor party will go out to dinner together. And it's, you know, not necessarily formal, um, but it's an, it's an event that is scheduled nine times out of 10 prior to everyone arriving. So it's like, Hey, there's going to be this one night, everybody will be wilding out, but this one night we're all going to be here together to like have this dinner and, you know, enjoy each other's company and everything. And so what the groom did, um, I give him props, Kyle, man, Kyle, Etienne, Joseph, (laughs) Yo, salute you, my brother. Um, he went around and basically everybody at the table, he explained like why they were his friend, why they were at the bachelor party, why he appreciated them. That's and when he got to me, he said, man, Fred, it's like, yo, like you, you, you know, you're an original dude, man. Like you, you were always yourself, no matter what situation you were in. And if I am ever in a room that I cannot bring you into, then I don't need to be in that room or I shouldn't be in that room. That's really cool. And I thought that that was the best compliment that anyone's ever given me. Because in a sense, I'm, uh, the way that I took it is like, I'm a, I'm a weather vane in terms of like the idea of, you know, if a room is genuine or not. And the fact that he values someone in his life that is genuine. Yes. And so... That really just hit me. That really hit me. And so that was the best compliment I've ever received in my life. Yes. Really good answer as well. Thank you. 
Um, number three, something that you didn't know you needed until you got it. Okay, that was one that I, when you sent me that question, I took that directly. I, I mean, I like I sent all of those questions out to my sister and my friends <laughs> mm -hmm. and asked them, what would your answers be to that? Because they're really good. And I was, the one that I mentioned the most was this one because I think it's a really good question okay. and we were talking about like is that more matter of factly like one colleague at when we were having lunch at the company he was like oh Google Maps for example that's something I didn't need I before I had it and then I now I can live without it mm -hmm. and I thought of it more like at something that I didn't know how great that was until I got it and now I would never want to miss that mm -hmm. That's the way I thought about it. And okay. that would be a lot of things, actually. I'd say definitely some of my friends, which are amazing people. And now that I have them, I would never want to give them away. Okay. Uh, my niece, Okay. my small niece. Okay. I didn't know how great it was to be an aunt before she was born. Ah. Um, also, espresso. <laughs> <laughs> the people who know me know that you you can have like you you have it's a great joy for me to have like a really good crafted espresso i didn't know that i needed that until i had it for the first time and now i it's like it makes my day okay. a really good espresso makes my day so what when was the first time that you had an espresso i can't it? remember so it's, it, this has been something that's been for a while yes okay yes um can you make that espresso and have no. the same feeling? It has to be no. somebody you else that makes it. have to be like that. You have to have a good machine that has enough pressure. And I have that colleague at work who warms the cup before he puts the espresso in it. Ooh, that's the secret. That's isn't it? the man. <laughs> Seriously. But still, every other every other person who does it with like either the right machine or with a whole lot of love mm -hmm. will make my day. Okay. And then also. This might be a funny answer, but I discovered like country music a few years ago. Country music in the sense of like not the very old fashioned kind of thing, but like the new country music. Okay. Kind like, of when we stuff. say country music, we're talking about American country music. Yes. Okay. Yes. All right. And I find it really hard to imagine my life without that. Is it because of the stories? Because of the stories and like the whole vibe to it. And I just, I love that it's like, there are a lot of songs that go like, I have a cold beer in my hand, I have a pair of jeans on, and there's my wife, and there's my friends down the street, and man, there's the sun in my, the sun above me, I don't need any more than this, this is the good life, the real life, and I'm like, yes, yes. <laughs> You okay. should see her face when she's smiling saying that, like, because that's, I get it. I get it. It's, uh, that's where I want to go. Everybody wants to, to, it's all about more, 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 and, and extravagance and everything. But the truth of the matter is, man, you get all the simple pleasures you want in life. Yes. It's a good life. That's a good life. And that's, the, there's this one chorus line where, where the guy sings, I get everything I need and nothing that I don't. And I'm like, you're the man. <laughs> that's beautiful yes I like that it is I like that alright okay, what's fun, my next question fact. okay what's your next question alright um, what's the thing the first thing that you notice about people 
Oh, this was actually the hardest one. A lot of the other ones I could just, I was like, something came to me immediately. The voice. Yes. Because you like, yeah, you got comfortable listening to your own voice by recording all that stuff. That's true. That's true. And you notice like when somebody has a beautiful voice. Yes, that that is true. That is a beautiful thing. That is true. That is true. Yes. Um, so, um, like I said, there, there, there'll be a podcast in the future where I'll explain how I, you know, got to the point of. I know that story com- is a really good story. <laughs> getting comfortable with my voice or whatever, right? But um, aside from that, um, I, because I do these audio recordings and everything and have spent so much time listening to myself and listening to other voices through an audio medium that I have recorded myself. Um, I notice voices and when a good voice happens, it strikes like, it's like a tuning fork for me. Like it's really good. And so, yes, I I do notice voices a whole lot. And, you know, my father's a musician, so I wouldn't be surprised. There's some um, nature involved in that, just in the sense of Mm -hmm. understanding uh, tone or timbre or whatever. Uh, But, yeah, that is one of the things I notice. All right. Number four, um, bucket list place to travel. This is a place in the world that you have been you would recommend that the listeners add to their own personal bucket list of places to travel anywhere in the world that is a really hard question because i found literally all of the places that i've traveled so far to be absolutely beautiful in their own way and of course i'd have to say dc okay now Mm -hmm. it's an, an amazing city i really loved it here and of course i'd I'm going to have to go with the place where I come from, okay. the Algoy. Right. How should, do you spell that? A, G, then you do the A, like the the A with the dots okay. above it, Okay. and the U. Okay. Algoy. Say it again, please. You have to smile with it. Algoy. 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 I never get tired of hearing it. <laughs> yeah. So the place where I live, it's seriously, it's it's really beautiful. Really yeah. beautiful. And you'll see from these pictures on the avatar, if you're looking yes. at it on SoundCloud, it's really, really nice. But I've also been to like, I've, I've been lucky enough to travel a few really like special places. One of those was um, a Hawaiian island. It's called Kauai. Mm-hmm. It's Black Sand Beach, right? Uh, no, it has like more of like a lot of, it has mountains and it has a lot of forests and then it has palm trees and okay. white sand beaches and okay. just a lot of beautiful nature. Man, that was beautiful. And is that I'd one of those go. islands that has um like the hidden waterfall lagoons inside of the... Yes, and yeah. it's a really small place. You mm-hmm. don't have as many tourists there. I mean, we had a lot of beaches that we went to where all to ourselves and we did a tour with a helicopter above the island oh man i could if you if you'd ask me to go back there i'd hop on the plane like literally the, the next, next moment yeah but oh, i could, there's a lot of places really so that i've been to all over the world i've been really lucky to be able to travel a lot and um yeah what are some of the places you've been around the world? 
I, I would definitely add the southern France to okay. that list. I've been there with my parents camping when I was a little girl a lot of times with my family. That is beautiful, man. You should see that. And and is this like a Khan and Nice, or is it yes, more yes, more no, west? that that okay. area, but okay. again, a small place yeah. where I know like every every stone <laughs> by by name. Because you because that was where you would go every yes, like year, every year, yeah, every year. That's beautiful. That was great. Mm-hmm. And then I've been to oh, let me think. I've been to California. Okay, I really love that. I always wanted to go there. And you just stared at the freeway like there's so many lanes <laughs> there's so many lanes seriously <laughs> oh yeah i've been to italy i've been oh man that sounds like i've been all over the world it it isn't like that i mean there are certainly people who have traveled more than i did but i had the like i was so lucky that the places that i went they were like really great places yeah and great people and um same goes for DC. <laughs> Love it. All right. What's my next question? Your next question would be Are we running off good question? Oh no. What's your favorite season and why? That was a beautiful answer. Yeah, so I think that um I'd said um spring. Um, yes, you did. So for a number of reasons, right? So, and I think I, I backed up to say one thing I love about Washington, D.C. is that we get four full seasons. Yes. Um, and I'm not sure you can say that about most cities in the United States, even specifically most large cities in the United States. Um, and so what's interesting is that, so we're thinking about like fall. Um, for the most part, fall within your mind starts after labor day even if you still get like a month of summer's weather and yes the leaves still turn later (laughs) and yes you know around you know halloween and everything it it typically starts to get cold and everything but for the most part we generally associate the start of fall after labor day um with winter we typically associate that with uh thanksgiving Mm -hmm. because that's the start of like the christmas shopping season Mm -hmm, sure yeah um and the start of summer we typically start with memorial day because there's going to be a memorial day barbecue that you are going to hear about whether you go or not it's up to you but you're going to (laughs) like somebody's grilling you will smell charcoal (laughs) in the air right but all these are kind of um man-made if you will right uh starts to a season in washington dc though the start of spring happens with the cherry blossoms um and there really isn't i mean you could say easter but easter kind of changes but even then it's like cold sometimes around when it's easter um but regardless cherry blossoms is like that time because it 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 relies on a natural nature start you know like those blossoms are not gonna bloom we're not gonna have peak bloom until there's a certain temperature that's breached um, and then once that temperature is breached, yeah, it might get cold, like maybe for a couple of days after, but you know, afterwards, like, yo, it's, it's on and popping. Um, and so my favorite season would likely be spring for the simple fact of one, it's natural as to its start Two, it's extremely beautiful, extremely beautiful in DC. And I know a lot of tourists come here during that time. Um, and I get it. Um, but I still change the fact it's extremely beautiful. 
Um, and everybody's so happy because we're getting out of spring, you know? I mean, it, it's not it's not like the enthusiasm that you see in Chicago where <laughs> it's like, you know, they, they come out of winter like, yo, summer is just amazing I hear from out there. Um, but in, in D.C., we really get that spring. It's just it's it's just nice. And um, nature's ready. Yes. To like. Exactly. Um, but I will say a close second is probably fall uh, just because it's kind of like underrated how good it is in dc oh yeah uh, especially since we're so close to shenandoah so you can go like an hour and a half west into the mountains and see like the turning of the leaves and everything oh, yeah. and there's a lot of oak trees that are spread all throughout dc at the same frequency as you see cherry blossom trees and so you'll see all sorts of yellows and oranges and reds all throughout in fact you know got this dilapidated warehouse behind me that has this ivy um all on the back of it and you know come late to mid to late October that ivy which is green turns red and it's like a red wall it's really really nice and so like we have cool color changing ivy which is crazy um and of course fireplace like that smell that smell in the air of a fireplace throw some popcorn in the mix and you nail one of these you know what that deserves one of these oh yeah yeah (laughs) um okay so uh number five uh Oh, it's my turn again. Yeah. No, yes. Um, oh, 50 mile detour rest. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Yes. So this is um, going to point A, point B. You're within 50 miles restaurant. It makes sense for you to detour off your intended path to travel. Okay. This this might be a little boring for anyone who listens because this is technically not a restaurant. But I'd make like a huge detour for anything that my mom or my dad or my sister or my boyfriend would cook for me. Okay, so like... Like huge detour. Like I would drive to Munich for food like that. So food is is your family makes? Yes. Okay. Um, Like all of my family members. Okay. They all have their own talents when it comes to the kitchen. Mm -hmm. And it's also good. All right, so each one. So you said your mom, your dad, your sister, and your boyfriend. What is the signature dish of each one? Oh, that's a really good question. I mean, my dad, that's probably the easiest one to answer. Okay. He doesn't cook like a whole lot of things, but he does some like a really good pasta sauce. Okay. That we all love. And my sister, she she cooks a lot of great stuff for my little niece. Okay. Which I sometimes get to share when I'm over at their place. All of this is really good as well. Mm-hmm. And then my mom, I mean, everything that mom cooks is always the best, right? Okay. And then my boyfriend, he makes everything that he cooks extra special by adding some, like he puts it on the plate and he tops it off with a lot of special stuff. He really cares about how how it looks like and how how to make that cherry on top of the cream for me. So like the uh, plating it. Like yeah, and also like 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 not doing it like um, the ordinary way, but thinking about ways to make it extra special. Okay. And I think there's something very beautiful in the fact that somebody takes time and effort to make a meal for you, and you get home and somebody has dinner ready. That is pure love. That is love. You are right about that. And I'm every, every time I get somebody cooks for me i'm like really grateful that's beautiful that is truly beautiful i like that 
So, I have a question though. Who makes the best schnitzel? <laughs> it gets down to that, right? Because on the can of my fest beer, which mm -hmm. I'm which I'm about to finish, yeah. it says pair that with schnitzel. Yeah. <laughs> and when Freddie opened that can for me, like hours before <laughs> I was like, Where's my schnitzel? It says that I'm supposed to pair this with schnitzel. Where is it? <laughs> okay. Uh my mom. Probably my mom. Okay. Alright, um, and then... Alright, what's my question? Why are you taking notes, by the way? Um, so, when I go back to edit... Oh, yeah. I want to... So, I, I write down the seven answers that everybody has, just so I have them. Um, and so, so two things. One, for the editing. Because um, sometimes, you know, got to cut stuff out. Mm -hmm. um, mm -hmm. And then part two is when um, I'm writing the actual show notes. Oh, yeah. 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 Right. Alright. Um, should there be an, uh, like a really easy one where the answer is short or a more elaborate one? Whatever you like. like okay, let's take that. If you could switch lives with someone for a day, who would it be? Barack Hussein Obama. <laughs> Next question. <laughs> Very simple. Yes. Yeah. But now, now it's funny. Um, I'm actually going to go into detail on this because, uh, we had a conversation about this yeah. and we brought it up. So I'm assuming that if I'm switching bodies with someone or I'm, I can spend a day in their body, <laughs> that you're taking my brain and putting it in Barack Obama's brain, body, body, body and yeah, all that, right? And so I was telling her how I was like, okay, so I'm here and I'm like, whoa, I'm Obama now. <laughs> oh, shoot. And I feel like at some point, they would find out. Yeah, I can talk. I can, or Michelle would figure that out. Exactly. That I'm not her original so I, Barack. So, so what I said was, I'm going to find a way <laughs> to just be quiet the entire 24 hours and just enjoy being Obama. And so I was like, I need to find Michelle first. But like, hey, Michelle, I'm 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 not feeling like myself. <laughs> <laughs> no, you said to her, let's do a little game where you. <laughs> Where you say nothing for the following 24 hours. I'm going to say nothing for the next 24 hours. And I'm going to need you to hold me down. Yeah. I mean, you love me, right? You know? So, hey. So, I'm just going to talk through you. She'd probably be cool with that. Exactly. Because I think, yeah. Exactly. Yeah. And it's like, I owe you the biggest favor after this. You, whatever you need after this. I just need you to be this one favor today. And don't, don't, please, don't ask me why. I'm just on my crazy stuff today. You know? <laughs> I'm, I'm, look, I'm Obama. Come on. Come on. You got to give me some leeway. And so, yeah, I'd be quiet. And then I was like, hey, before you think any funny business happening, no, I am not going to touch Michelle Obama during that 24-hour <laughs> period in any sort of familiar way. I'm like, Most I give her is a hug. You know what I'm saying? And, and tell her I love her. You know? <laughs> because, <laughs> and, I, and I'll mean it. And I'll mean it. <laughs> because you don't want to be disrespectful no, cannot be to disrespectful. the man. Cannot be disrespectful yeah. to the man. No, no. That's for real. That was a really good answer, too. Yeah. We laughed a lot about that. <laughs> yes, we did. Yes, we did. All right, number six. What is your number one skill? Okay. That is probably my most personal answer. Okay. Um, I'd go with being a kind person. Okay. As in, I make an effort to really, like, listen, to ask questions, to cheer my people on, to encourage them, to, like share the the deep and rich and real stuff of life and do that together 
and I want to do that of course I want to do that for my people most of all but I also want to do that for the people I meet throughout my day whether it's at work or whether I'm like traveling like this whoever I meet I just want to be a kind person that's good and I have to put some I really see that not as a talent but as a craft because you get better at it the more you do it like I still learn every day yeah and I think that's a really good thing that is completely admirable that one you recognize that and then two you actively work to get better at it we need more people in the world like you I'm not lying I'm saying that with all seriousness especially here in America (laughs) Um, but yeah so what's my next question we got uh, after you i mean there's like one question left for me correct i have one for you now then you ask me one and then i get to ask you the last question or is the one for me the last question however you want to do it okay i got an easy one now for you and then i got a a good last one all right easy one now Mm -hmm. describe yourself in a hashtag Do it. Hashtag Syzygy. No, you said hashtag. Quixotic? Yes. And then we looked that up in the dictionary and it was was like it had that negative vibe to it that we both agreed that it was wrong. Wrong. Just wrong. Yeah, so the thing about Quixotic is that it's about someone who is like, um, I won't say overly, but um, exceedingly idealistic and um, has lofty goals and things they want to accomplish. Problem is, Webster then goes on to say that it's like unrealistic or impractical and stuff like that, right? Which is like, yeah, you can look at it from that angle, but yeah. I think you shouldn't. I meant what I, I knew what you meant, yeah, when you said it. And, and to me, it's I like it right. if you think about people like uh, Albert Einstein, right? Or if you think about people like uh, I know Steve Jobs doesn't code, but the idea that he was able to, um, come up with the idea of computers that were more user friendly and then motivate those with the talents to be able to create that to then do it that's that's a true true talent of someone to be able to do something i know i'm getting kind of off sidebar but in the sense of it's one thing for you to be able to okay this is something that doesn't exist and I want to create that and they, they make that. It's another thing. that This is something that doesn't exist and I want to create that and then you motivate or inspire someone else to actually bring that to fruition. Even when they want to stop and say, dude, we can't do this and you still like. So I'm saying, I remember when the iPhone first came out um, and they were like, hey, you can text without having buttons. Like you're going to text on a touch screen. I was like, come on now, dude. Seriously. Like, come on. No, I need I need the buttons, right? <laughs> and now I text like it's nothing, right? Yeah. And there's something to be said for the person that not only comes up with that, but realizes that in doing that, the average person there's 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 less there's less of an obstacle to becoming comfortable with this than the average person thinks it's just a matter of getting them there so we're going to create a great design for that and 
we're going to actually make the voicemail not linear, but hey, you can go to the first or the 10th message right now and just touch the screen. Um, all that said, um, I, 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 I venture to guess that uh, in their first forages or uh, voyages or, uh, or, 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 or attempts at trying to make something like that happen, they were met with extreme apprehension um, and uh, resistance from those that would label them the negative version of quixotic. Yes. But they had to be quixotic in the first place and they fought through that. It's like acting upon a vision, even if you don't know if that vision is something like that will get you through you to you go in the shortest Wait, that yeah. is something that I would consider practical, right? You yeah. have something you want to reach and you take the direct way Correct. to get there. Correct. And if quixotic means you, you don't take the direct way to something you can see, but you you rather follow that vision. Yeah. The path that is you, not yet there. You're, yeah, you're not sure if you're even going to reach it. But you follow it either way. It's so scary. It's scary and that's where the good stuff comes from. Right. You have to start there. Yeah. Yes. Yeah. So hashtag quixotic. I really like that. <laughs> Might be my a bit besides syzygy. Yeah, syzygy is your favorite word. Yes. All day. But quixotic is a well. close second. Number seven. Number Last number one, one talent. Number one talent. Okay, that one's easier. I like to think of myself that I'm pretty smart. <laughs> <laughs> Which is it's it sounds bad to say that. No, it doesn't. And um, you gotta be confident. Yeah, who knows? I mean, it's not up to me to judge that, but I, th I think, yeah, it, it sounds. Now that I'm saying it, it sounds really bad. But I also think, which sounds a little better, probably, I have kind of a gift for words. Okay. Like I'm good with words. Okay. And unfortunately, that is something that I, I, I barely use in the job that I have now. I mean, there are other things that I can, other ways that I can do good with the job that I have now, but I probably would have had a good career as a teacher at university or a writer or something like that Okay. when I would have stayed in Munich. Okay. I think. Who knows? Who knows? You never know. So, um, something that we haven't gotten to uh, on the podcast, we don't need to get too deep into it, but, um. What would you say your job title is right now? Oh, that's a hard one. I mean, the, the easiest way to put it is probably project manager. Okay. The company that I work for, it does, uh, um, it's the aerospace industry. We do landing gears and flight controls and actuation for airplanes. Okay. And I'm at the research department and, um, the topics that I cover when it comes to projects are more like the uh, the non-technical topics like one one of my big fields is the subject of knowledge management like how you can like uh, make people share and use knowledge more than they would naturally do when they just work for themselves mm -hmm. that is one of the topics I cover okay cool and for this is it's pretty I think it's actually kind of good that I'm not an engineer for this because I have like the bird's eye view and I and I try to understand all the different departments and try to bring them together. Yeah. Just like how the uh, engineers.
take uh, three different words and don't push them together. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> you basically take yeah. all the different the departments and push them it. all yeah. together. Hey, I get it. All right. Oh, no. What's my last question? Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. What are you most excited about at this time in your life? Let's wrap that up. You are so with a, funny. With you, a you knew, you knew big, a big bow. Beautiful bow. You, you saved that the best there we one go. for last. Uh, yes, I did. I like that. All right. So um, I'm more excited. I'm most excited about um, is where I'm headed, the future. Um, some of the first podcasts were kind of like, uh, not, not bad, but um, they were, were still rough around the edges. And even now, we don't even have intro music right now. <laughs> And I'm still editing all this stuff, and uh, sometimes I'm, I'm sure there's people can hear it. Like, wait, hold up, there's something, there's a there's a break there somewhere, you know, specifically other engineers and stuff. <laughs> and um, you know, I only have these two houses right now that are still separate, and um, I have a master suite in one of them, and I live in the other one, and I, I sleep on the couch where uh, Tamara is sleeping, <laughs> sitting right now. <laughs> I have a full house next Probably door. Probably shouldn't put my feet up. Oh here. no, I'm you're sorry. fine. You're completely fine, man. <laughs> um, uh, and uh, been doing this podcast for what, like now six months, and uh, this will be, you know, I have twenty episodes now um, that have been uploaded to the Matrix. Uh, so <laughs> I'm. Matrix. <laughs> <laughs> it is. What it is right. That's um, too good. So, but I, I feel that. I'm really starting to connect with not only my guests when they stay, not only guests through the podcast, but just people in general. Uh, I find that when I go out, um, I'm I, I I I really more times than not have great great interactions with people, um, and I think that that's a function of just me meeting people at the end, doing this podcast, and all that good stuff. And I've, you know, sent the podcast to a number of people and people seem to take to it, provided they listen to it. You know, there's a lot of people, oh, yeah, 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 I oh, you do a podcast. That's great. You know, so it's just a matter of people finding out about it. And it's that's the thing that that's good about it in the sense of I have the confidence that if anybody were to come and stay at the end provided they you know come positivity and they're not coming to have a negative experience that they would not only have a good time but they would have a memorable experience add to that the podcast where i feel if they get onto the podcast countless times tell people yeah come on podcast. oh me i'm i'm boring <laughs> that was that was i was whatever <laughs> it's getting really late that's what i was saying when i saw the microphones and everything i was like this will be the first and also the last interview that i'm ever gonna do and freddie was like why and i was like yeah because who cares about my opinion but i I told her like you you have a story and everybody has a story it's just a matter of getting it out and finding out what the individual thing that they they like doing or what it is about them that makes them interesting or what it is about them that they think was a um, memorable experience in their life because a lot of times either a other people that listen to it are like yo i had that same experience and they they have a connection in that way or b whoa that's interesting because it's so different from 
anything that I've ever come across in my life. And it's very interesting. It's just a matter of getting that out. So the combination between, hey, coming to the end, having a, a memorable experience and the podcast where it's like, hey, listen to this and you'll be engaged. You won't you won't just turn away in like, you know, two minutes. Like you, you'll at least listen to half of it, maybe. You know what I'm saying? And definitely <laughs> if you make it to the seven questions, you're going to listen to the end of the podcast. Um, and so, like I said, it, I. I this is just me saying this as how I feel right now at uh, 1.42 a.m. on the 2nd of October, 2018. <laughs> this is insane. Right, it's insane, right? Um, <laughs> but that, yeah, it's just, I, I I, just feel that from a quixotic standpoint, yes. to put a bow on it. Yes. Oh, I love that. <laughs> right? I'm excited about where this is going because I don't know where it's going. But given what has transpired, what is currently transpiring and is projected to continue to go, that place will be something that when I'm there will be something that I will be happy that I am there when, in, when I get there. Does that make any sense? It, it makes the perfect sense to me. But it's again, it's 1.48 a.m., <laughs> And like about everything you said to me in the last three days made perfect sense to me. Awesome. All right. Do you have any like Instagram or uh, Twitter or social media that you'd like to put nope. forth? No, I don't. Okay. You just talk to me in real life. Pretend <laughs> it's 1995. It's 1995. All right. Ladies and gentlemen, thank you so much for staying up late with us tonight. <laughs> We're at Union Inn, Washington, D.C., 1112, 1114, 3rd Street, Northeast. Website is Union Inn with two N's, INNDC.com. Check us out. Like us. Tweet us. Instagram us. Whatever you do on social media, you know, just give us the thumbs up in your own special way. And you won't regret it. You will not regret it at all. On behalf of Tamara, it's your boy, Innkeeper Freddy. Thank you for joining us, and we will see you next time.